Good evening and welcome to Traveling Blues. We've got a surprise guest that just popped in now. And uh, to introduce him, I'm going to play a track from his brand new album. This is the title track and it's called Truth. I'll introduce the artist in just a minute. Can you really ever be free? 
So I can tell you now that the guest in the studio is none other than Guy King, and he's going to be playing at the uh, Elat Red Sea Jazz Festival next week. I think it's on the 30th. Yes. Yes, that it is. you're performing? Mm-hmm. And, August 30th. Uh, you've got, uh, who, who's playing with you? You've got your whole band with you from Chicago? My band will be arriving from Chicago on, uh, on Sunday, Sunday evening. I will have Isaiah Spencer on drums. And Joshua Griffin on bass, and Martian Fami on Fender Rhodes on piano, and I will also have the addition of uh, two Israeli horn players. There will be my horn section for the night. Oh wow! So you get the full sound from the albums. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have uh, Adil Kochavi will be on trumpet, and uh, Gilad Onen on tenor. Oh wow! And a special a special uh, guest that will be uh, joining me on stage for a number will be a. Uh, uh, Sarah Mary Young, that's guesting with us here tonight too on the on the air. Right, right. Actually, I don't have uh, her microphone set up, uh, but I can. Uh, we can share. I can do that it. between songs. I can <laughs> I can set it up in the, in just a minute. Uh, do you want to play something uh, acoustic for us? Yeah, I'd love to. What do you feel like listening to? Actually, I loved. Uh, a couple of your old, old uh, albums where you did like Robert Johnson material oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I can throw something like this, of course. The old country blues. The old country blues. I may throw something like this uh, live as well, you know. Probably uh, with, with the band, not by myself, but... I'll do one what I did on the, on the Truth album. I'll just uh, rearrange it a little bit for that style. No problem. How many men will you find 
will give his woman his last dime. Work hard like a mule all day. Get back home and be treated any kind of way. But your day will come. Show sure as you live. If the washing don't get you, the rinsing sure will. I'll let you buy your clothes from the finest store in town. I bought you a brand new car. You know you drove all men around. Your devil come. Show as you live. Here, so we rattle the keys. <laughs> That's a classic from. Uh, how old is that song? Is that like? Uh, I th I first heard. Uh, I think it. I think it's Albert King actually. The original. I heard it on stacks done by uh, Albert King, and uh, we gave it a rendition of the new album Truth. I decided to do it my my way, so we we hit it a little bit different than. Uh, and the stacks crew did and put the horns on it and the, the full band and it's a it's a favorite it seems like live so very nice very nice so tell me a little bit about uh what's been happening to you the last couple of years i mean getting to delmark records is it's a big step isn't it it uh it was yeah uh, you know i was uh, i was here with you a few years ago i think uh and a few things happened since i was uh i did a few more tours in brazil actually i did a big uh tv show there and uh which led me to a wider audience in brazil as well and then i they didn't ask you to come and open the uh, games not no they didn't i think they went the brazilian way the local <laughs> way you know so uh 
I did, uh, it was really nice staying in Brazil, but uh, I decided to come to Chicago. I was actually talking to Dick Sherman, producer Richard Sherman, yeah. who has been a, a friend and a fan of my music since I recorded Living It, even before, even when I, when I was a member of Willie Kent's band. And uh, you know that uh, Dick was producing, he has produced Otis Rush and uh, the great Albert Collins and Johnny Winter, are a few names that he has worked with. So I wanted to do something and to have him involved with the project and producing it. And he was kind of, he wanted the same thing, which was a, a big compliment to me. So we went ahead and uh, talked to Delmark Records because of the connection that Delmark has to both blues and jazz being a, an old school record label. And uh, they wanted to record me and to, do, to be involved with the project to release it. So I came from Brazil to Chicago, met up with Dick, put the band, my band, together, formed the band with the horn section, with uh, the background vocalist, came up with the material with Dick Sherman, and we got into the studio. The whole process was really uh, intense, yeah. involved, uh, choosing the material, writing songs. I, I how, how much weight did you have in choosing material and how much did he put in? He gave suggestions. The weight was pretty much mine as far as what I wanted to do, which was great. He really gave me a, a lead. He said, how about this song? I'm like, I can't feel it. Okay, what about this one? I definitely feel that one. So he pitched in great songs. Uh, about seven years ago, he pitched me a tune by Ray Charles, actually two of them that I did not hear before, which is rare for me with a Ray <laughs> Charles song. Uh, one of them ended up being the first track, uh, the same thing that can make you laugh, can make you cry. Uh, it took me seven years, but I wanted to give it my own little uh, twist and, uh, come, and the arranging and everything. And that was his uh, Bad Case of Love. B.B. King passed away when I was in Brazil performing yeah. last year, and I told Dick that uh, I wanted to give B.B. a nod and a tribute. So there were two B.B. King tunes, Bad Case of Love. He, Dick Sherman, recommended that one and uh again we changed the beat around i changed the beat around and came up with an arrangement to to fit my style more he came up with some great suggestions actually the one ray charles tune that he took me back on one of the first ray charles tracks is uh hey now which is an old blues that actually yeah. was done by the dizzy gillespie big band originally so he recommended that one he loved the original material that i wrote for the album uh that i i had david ritz uh cooperate with me co-writing with me and everything was kind of natural. Dick and I would get together, talk about tunes, listen to things. I would get together with my rhythm section. We would line up the tunes. I get together with my horn section, come up with the arrangements, with the uh, with the singers, the background vocalist, and we would rehearse. And everything uh, was really nice for me because I I could coordinate the rhythm section separately and have them tied the way I wanted. The horn section w sounded good with them themselves, so I can hear every note regardless of how they sounded with the band, the same yeah. thing with the harmonies. And then when we put everything together, uh, the magic kind of happened. You can, you could tell that it, it's working, you know? So, and then Delmark was great cause they gave us the old school studio, which I know Willie Kent was recording there a few years before me. Yeah. And, uh, so many other artists. You never got a chance to record with Willie. I did, but not there. Oh, the album okay. I did with Willie, I actually co-produced. I would think I was 22 or 23 years old, and I played lead guitar. It was not recorded there. It was actually for the Blue Chicago label, and it was recorded at uh, Twist Turner's studio. But uh -huh. uh, 
while we were recording Truth, I passed and I see Willie Kent's picture on the wall and I kind of nodded. <laughs> I think one of my guys were, I think the horn section was cut and then I was kind of looking. I'm like, okay. Kind of brought back some nice memories with the time with Willie. And uh, it's a, a nice little, it's a small circle for me going and recording for Delmark. And uh, again, it's nice because one of the tracks, for example, I'm here to perform for the Red Sea Jazz Festival. One of the tracks is I Got a Right to Sing the Blues, which is actually a jazz. Standard. I was just going to ask you about that song because yeah. I've always loved that. It's. I tell you something. I have a feeling, and I told that to to Bob Kester, the owner of Delmark. He complimented on that song. He said he loved that song, and nobody ever does that. And he asked me why. And I told him that I think that that song is a little demanding, you know, as far as harmony and melody. And my, I have a certain story with that song. When I came to Chicago, I was... Uh, young and on my own by myself with a guitar and a suitcase and I uh, every week I would pick up uh, an album or two to be my best friend you know that <laughs> I, would, I would cherish and learn from be it Albert King Albert Collins which led me to know about Dick Sherman who years later is working with me and producing right. my records and is a close friend uh, and one of the albums that I got uh, was Louis Armstrong I, I really was exploded with Ray Charles, but Louis Armstrong, a double collection CD, half of it was with Ella Fitzgerald. Mm -hmm. And this was the opening track. Oh, it was yeah. a huge band playing, and it made a huge impact on me. The way things were conducted, the musicality of, uh, of him, of the band. Uh, I think it's, it was Oscar Peterson and Ray Brown backing him up. And Louis Belson was the drummer, if I'm not mistaken. It was a wonderful band, and the song meant a lot to me. If I'm not mistaken, I bought that album at the Jazz Record Mark, which was owned by Bob Kester from Delmark. It just closed down. So about 15 years later, I find myself telling, asking Dick Sherman that I would like to record this song. And he said that, uh, he said, it's a little overdone, don't you think? I think, I told him, I think it was, but in the <laughs> last 20, 30 years, I didn't think anybody really gave it a shot. Right. So, uh, I remember while we were recording, this is one of the tunes that he did not hear before the actual rehearsal for the session at the studio, and he left for the kitchen to make a cup of tea. And I told the guys, pull out the charts, the horns. <laughs> and we started playing in it, and it was gorgeous. It was really, and he came back and listened. He said, we're recording this, right? I said, I think so. Let's do it. So, so we ended up doing it. But uh, for me, it's a nod to Louis Armstrong. It's a nod to the connection of uh, blues, jazz, and soul. And really, uh, it's a beautiful song with a wonderful melody, wonderful uh, harmony that I... Let's play it. I'll just do a station right. ID and uh, we'll go to the track. IDC Radio. 106.2 FM. We're still here live with Guy King in the studio, but we're going to play one of the tracks from the uh, Truth album that came out on Delmark Records. And this is uh, an old standard from the 20s and 30s. My favorite version is actually Jack Teagarden. And uh, here is Guy King's rendition of I've Got a Right to Sing the Blues.
I've got a right to sing the blues I got a right to feel low down I got a right to hang around Down around the river A certain girl in this old town Keeps dragging my poor heart around And all I see for misery I got a right to sing the blues I got a right to moan and sigh I got a right to sit and cry Down around the river I know the deep blue sea Mama will be calling me It must be love, say what you choose I got a right to sing the blues Thank you. 
Sky King and his uh, horns and his full band in uh, an arrangement of uh, I've Got a Right to Sing the Blues. Uh, you know, I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with uh, a good little bit of jazz there. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, the old the old jazz was actually blues, right? It's all the same. The, the secret is if it's all the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Your mic's open too, Sarah, now. Hello. If you want to check it out. <laughs> Hello, check, check. Do you want to uh, sing something together? Yeah, of course. Is it on? Can you hear yourself? Yeah. All right. All right. Cloud in my song, I was cool. Oh, so cool. No cooler guy than I. All I knew was a solo flight so tight that I was out of sight until you, wonderful you, you came and made it twice as. But you know the average boy is stuck on himself Until that certain righteous girl makes him forget everything else So you can see what I'm talking about You're the one that I'm singing about Well, it's true, yes, so true you know my happiness is due to you Thought I was out of sight until you, wonderful you, you came and made it twice as right. But you know, the average boy is stuck on himself. Hey. <laughs> until a certain righteous girl makes him forget everything else. So you can see what I'm talking about You're the one that I'm singing about Well, it's true, yeah, so true You know my happiness is due to you 
I said my happiness is due to you. I know, but my happiness is due to you. Hmm. I said my happiness is due to you. My happiness is due to you. You know my happiness is due to you. It's due to you. Early evening is due to you. And late at night is due to you. Yeah, in the midnight hour. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> you know my happiness is due to you. I know my happiness is due to you. Oh my goodness. You know my, my happiness is due. My happiness is due. My happiness is due to you. And that's the truth, Sarah. Oh, God. IDC Radio. 106.2 FM. IDC Radio in collaboration with Cody Slayer. And we're back live in the studio with Guy King and Sarah Marie Young. Sarah, what's your musical background? Where do you come from and your roots? Uh, well, I grew up in a musically in a musical home with very musical family, and we uh, went to a small church, a Christian Baptist church in Indiana. So that's where I learned to sing, and I was able to attend some nice music schools growing up. So you actually know a little bit of gospel in your background? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sang nice. A lot of that. Mm-hmm. But but what brought you to the blues world? Uh, well, Guy, actually. <laughs> the evil, evil, <laughs> the dirty devil's music. The other side of the track. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went through, I, I love a lot of styles of music. And uh, in Chicago, I was singing a lot of jazz and still am. And um, when we met and collaborated, uh, he, you know, turned me on to a lot of blues music. And so that's, that's how I discovered it. And so he said, let's sing a duet on the album. And, and this is what came out. Well, it was on the, you know, it's, uh, as I said, it's pretty much all the same. And you know, Ellie, that I, I love uh, a lot of jazz and I enjoy yeah. singing and playing standards and uh, and hard bop and a lot of West Montgomery and Nat Cole and Sarah is, uh, is one of the best vocalists I heard. And uh, I wanted to do something together. She actually called me up. I went to see, to hear her sing. Yeah. And she called me up to sing. I did not even have a guitar, oh. which was a little <laughs> nerve-wracking to stand there and just singing with her. But we did a few standards. We did uh, Teach Me Tonight, mm-hmm. uh, Dinah Washington number, and a few others. We even did a Bossa Nova together. So the standards is what kind of brought us together. And even the song, My Happiness, is a tune that uh, I wrote. It, it's it's on the standard classic kind of line. So right. you can call it a blues, you can call it a jazz, a classic, and... Uh, you know, it's as I said, it, the secret is all music is pretty much the, sh- the same, you know, if it's, if it's played right. That's what I would like to think. Definitely. So what's next? What, what's, uh, do you have any other major projects coming up? Well, I'm uh, glad to know that the album, the, 
the the Truth album is being received uh, so nicely and getting wonderful reviews and uh yeah, you've got and I've seen plays. a lot of interviews and a lot of yeah. uh magazine reviews yeah. and and uh you were you were somewhere near the top of the uh the Roots Music Report No, it was charge, number 1 right? for well, yeah, it's number one, it was number 1 for a few times both in the contemporary blues and uh and I think it was one th- twice at the regular chart if i'm not mistaken and uh the the overall blues chart uh, the songs a day in the life with, with the blues and if the washington get you that i played earlier reached number one as well at the blues chart which was nice but it's uh another stone and we need to keep uh stepping so now we are in a lot and uh in israel i'm getting ready to perform and i'm very glad to be performing at the red sea jazz any festival. chance you'll do any other shows in the country I probably cannot really on this visit, but mm-hmm. uh, and we'll be leaving uh, a day and a half after the festival. So I uh, see it didn't happen, but I would love to come back here and perform other uh, venues when possible. I'm very fortunate and very thankful for uh, the jazz festival for reaching out and wanting to bring me. And uh, I will tell you something that I haven't announced. May I? Sure. But uh, knowing that it was on Facebook already, then I'm going to announce that. Uh, <laughs> That we are uh, something professional. That uh, there will be a buddy guy will be receiving the fifth star award from the city of Chicago. Wow! Uh, for his 80th birthday, as uh, for his life achievement, you know. You know, he performed here in Caesarea just a few weeks ago. Him and I sat two weeks before his show, and we talked about that show. We sat <laughs> at the bar, and we talked about Israel and different things. Where I grew up and where he grew up, and I told him about the small village, the moshav I grew up in. And uh, he told me he's getting ready to come to Israel. And I was asked by the city of Chicago to... Present it? To perform for him that oh, night wow. at, uh, at Millennium Park. Wow, uh, wow. At wow. the Prisca Pavilion. So I will be bringing uh, my full crew with me to do something uh, special. Again. It's a so heck of still, an honor for both of you guys. It's uh, I'll take the, the heck of an honor <laughs> for, for doing this for him and... Uh, he he did so much, you know. So it's great for them to honor him, and uh, I'm very uh, thankful that I I was the one that uh, they decided to call that he uh, would like to listen to. So um, I'm still keeping it kind of quiet because uh, okay, not quiet as I'm saying it, but uh, <laughs> I'm concentrated on the next performance, which which is next week in a lot. Yeah. So this is coming on. Uh, I will be performing in uh, September 23rd at the Blues Blast Award Ceremony in uh, Champaign, Illinois. You know, oh, I was nominated for two awards. Truth. That's is that related to the Detroit uh, Blues Society or that's the Blues Blast magazine. Detroit, I think, is uh, another one. The big city from the oh, state. Oh, okay. The Blues Blast is. Uh, I always confuse them because I met the same guys at the same time on on the Blues yeah. Cruise years ago. Ah, okay. <laughs> So I was nominated for two awards now, and uh, one Truth was nominated for Best uh, Contemporary Blues Album, yeah. and I was nominated for uh, the Rising Star Award, and I don't know who won, but at, uh, on the 23rd they have the award show, and uh, I was vi- invited and agreed to perform at the, the ceremonies, so that's another thing that's coming on. And then I'm really hoping to uh, to elevate, to take my band on the road more, uh, both in the States mm-hmm. and overseas. I want to head back to Europe with the cast, with my cast, and perform the new material, uh, festivals, 
What are the economics like now in the States? I've been hearing uh, that, you know, the travel costs as opposed to the the actual gig pay is, is kind of uh, murderous in, in the U.S. and that a lot of people are going to European festivals because it just pays so much better. It's, uh, I think the main difficulty as far as performing on the road in the U.S. and anywhere else is getting from gig to one gig to another. From what mm-hmm. I hear... It used to be a lot more venues you can play during the week and make your way from a large venue f- to a large venue. You yeah. can perform during the week at smaller venues, but people will flood the venues because it's great to see someone. If I'm playing at a small venue for 100 people, they could charge a little more at the door, and we can really like make a juke joint night out of it, you know, <laughs> and kind of... You know, play play a, play a club show as opposed yeah. to what you would see at the festival because they both have different things you can like and I can like as an artist and the, 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 the crowd can get up a close and personal a little more. Those places are going down. It's difficult to find them. So now for me to head to California, I pretty much need to fly yeah. to California unless you want to play for nothing. Now, if you have a, a tight band of uh, of top guys that you want to feed them, you want to pay them, nobody, you know, uh, then it becomes a little more challenging to do traveling um, between large shows and appearances. I don't know, you know. It's uh, I think when I came to the states, it were there were more venues, and uh, I don't know if m- there were more venues even then. But from what I hear from the old timers, used to be a lot more venues, and yeah. you can kind of string them along. And and if you would. It seems like almost the, the pay almost stayed the same as some of these venues for for fifty years, you know, on the blues and jazz scene, which is a little embarrassing, you know, if you think about it like this, because everything else went up. Everybody else is making yeah, more, and yeah. cost of living went up, so musicians need to be compensated. Yeah. I won't, I won't name figures, but I've heard that uh, some musicians get twice as much in Europe as they do in the states so it just makes it worth their while to go travel there yeah it dep- I, t- I i think it depends on the musician too and the type of name that you have and the type of recognition and your following as well you know i perform in the chicago area more because uh, i'm treated very well i was fortunate to have people that like what i do ever since i, yeah. I pay my dues as a, as a willie kent uh, and the gent members and kind of people knew about me when i started my solo career already and i was treated with respect and uh with care and i formed a wonderful band if i may say so myself of top musicians that i love listening to <laughs> as I, as i much i love hearing them back me up right. so i believe that if i'm presenting you with a a top flight product i am able to ask for top flight uh compensation financial compensation right. sometimes right. it works and when it doesn't i i don't perform much you know so that's how i see it because you know, you can't. Yeah, but touch wood, I've seen a lot of ads for your performances in the last half year. I'm, I'm <laughs> fortunate. And and the truth is, I, I'm I, I'm proud of this album, you know, the new album, and I'm trying, and uh, we would love to take it to more festivals and new venues and to play it live because I'm confident that live will be even more uh, heartfelt and impressive yeah. than... Uh, than the album, especially since I plan to do that with the horn section, as I am about to do in in a in a lot next week. Great. Listen, uh, you think of a a tune that you want to maybe close the show with, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do a couple of birthday. Uh, oh yeah. 
birthday show, uh, birthday songs, and uh, we'll get back to you in a few minutes. Uh, let's start off with uh, someone I just discovered a few uh, weeks ago, and her name is Adrienne Fenimore. She's a B3 Hammond organ player, and she comes from New Zealand. She's based in New York these days, and she's got a birthday this week, so happy birthday, Adrienne. And let's listen to uh, Rainy Day Blues from her most recent album. Bye. 
So happy birthday, Adrian Fenimore, and uh, our next birthday is actually a double hitter. Double header? Double hitter? Whatever. <laughs> we can kill two birds with one stone because the Count Basie band, uh, Count Basie has a birthday this week, and so does Jimmy Rushing, Mr. Mister 4 by 5 as they used to call him. And my favorite tune from uh, the old uh, recordings from the early 50s is this tune called They'll Be Walking Slow Behind You, Jimmy Roshing with Count Basie. Jimmy Rushing and the Count Basie Orchestra from sometime around 1951. Happy birthday, both you guys, wherever your souls lie. Let's go now to uh, one of my favorite shouters from the early 50s, Winoni Harris. And this is called, I Feel That Old Age Coming On. I 
I've also shed too many tears and I feel that old age coming on. Tony Harris, and that's a hit from the early 50s. Uh, feel that old age coming on. He was definitely an amazing shouter. And happy birthday, Wynoni Harris. Let's go now to uh, our guest in the studio again, uh, Guy King and Sarah Marie Young. And uh, feel like doing something to round off the show? Yeah, why not? that old stuff and made me think about something and then Sarah asked me to play something old too so I'm going to okay and you mentioned Robert Johnson earlier oh yeah Yeah, she's got a full sale. Well, I got a woman, she's a long 
long and tall. She sleeps in the kitchen with her feet in the hall. Hot tamales and the red hot. Yeah, she's got a full sale, I mean. Yeah, she's got a full sale. Hot tamales and the red hot. Yeah, she's got a full sale. Hot tamales and the red hot. Yeah, she's got a full sale. Well, me and my woman bought a V8 Ford. We put that thing on the running board. Hot tamales and the red hot. Yeah, she's got a full sale on me. Yeah, she's got a full sale. She sleeps in the kitchen with her feet in the hall. Hot tamales in the red hot. Yeah, she's got a full sale on me. Yeah, she's got a full sale. I said she's got a full sale. Everybody knows she's got a full sale. No, she's got a full sale. just thinking of that tune when you started warming up you did yeah i've been doing it a lot lately just as uh as an example of something that is not typical of robert johnson at all there you go there you go you should have thought about a million dollars though <laughs> I, that doesn't mean it would materialize here i don't know try it man yeah well i want to thank both of you for coming into the studio and good luck next week at the uh Red Sea Jazz Festival down in Eilat. Thank you. Thank you for having us, Eli. Yes. And uh, thank you, Liran, for the technical assistance. And you've been listening to Traveling Blues. Catch us again next week. We're going to go out with one last birthday boy, and that's Mr. John Lee Hooker. And singing about one of my favorite occupations in recent months.
getting high, mellow, knocked out, feeling good. And by that time, I looked on the wall, at the old clock on the wall. By that time, it was 10.30 then. I looked down the bar, at the bartender, said, said, what do you want, Johnny? One bourbon, one scotch, and one bill. Well, my baby, she gone, she been gone tonight. I ain't seen my baby since night of full day. I wanna get drunk, get her off of my mind. One bourbon, one scotch, one bill. And I sat there. Getting high, stoned, knocked out. And by that time, I looked on the wall at the old clock again. And by that time,